Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on the come up top of your game. Today, our episode, Children Speak Out and Parent Listen Continue. Joining me today is a parent, Dalvin Bell. His daughters were on the podcast two weeks ago on the Children Speak Out Virgin. And today, Dalvin is here with us to really just elaborate a little bit about being a parent and a teacher. So Devlin is a parent first, a teacher second, and a coach. He also wear many other hats that he participate in the community by helping other children to be developed and become young men. So thank you for joining us, Devlin. Welcome, Devlin. Tell us about Thank yourself. Thank you. Hey, it's not much to say. You already said it. I'm a man of many things, you know, many talents. So, you know, but I'm here now. <laughs> so, Devlin, I, we just did a segment with your kids, and you wanted to say some things. But before we get there, let's talk about our society and school. Tell us what's going on in these schools with these young people and how are you guys handling it? I know probably about two, three months ago, we had a situation in Oxford, Michigan. How did that affect the Detroit school system? I mean, to be quite honest, it really haven't. <laughs> haven't really. So no, I mean, it really haven't really affected Detroit um, school system at all with Oxford. I mean, the thing that's really affecting the Detroit school system is COVID. You know, this online learning. Okay. You're talking about online learning, trying to get a kid in class, trying to get them one time, um, trying to get them to put a video camera on. You know, that's that's a lot. A lot of parents can't deal with it, you know. So that's that's the real big thing. I mean, Oxford thing was a great tragedy. Don't get it wrong. But as far as it affecting everyday life of Detroiters, mm -hmm. I don't see it. So my segment, Children Speak Out and Parents Listen, is really to have the kids tell the parents what's going on within themselves in their life before it gets to a situation like the Oxford situation mm -hmm. where the young man, you know, had so much anger and so much going on. He had some psychological problem. So the reason for this segment is to really have our parents listen to our children. And I know I just had your kids on the show and they were just talking, speaking out about how they, you know, and they were being honest. So how did that make you feel? I mean, really, it was great. I mean, it was eye-opening. It's not really things that I really, you know, didn't know, um, you know, because I try to put effort, even though with my busy, busy schedule, I always try to make time to have time for them to do different things. But then again, it's like when you try to make time for them, they're with their friends and they put you on the back burner. But and they're at that age now, it's like, hey, like, Hey, daddy's here, but my friend's daddy. So, I mean, you know, they're busy, we're busy, try to make the time. So that's why we always go on vacations and spend time, you know, spend time that way. Well, I know you guys are a beautiful family. You guys enjoy each other. You might be a busy mom and dad, but you always find time to spend with your kids. So although they were speaking out and telling you a part of themselves that they, you know, like Priya was saying that she wanted more attention with her homework and <laughs> you kind of got a little <laughs> little bend out of shape but it's okay she's just expressing that she needed a little bit more help with her homework correction i did not get bent out of shape 
Priya is Priya. You do not understand Priya. Priya. Well, you got bent out of shape because they didn't. Priya is the type of person that um, she's. It's nothing wrong with it, but she's at that point where she she's a um a people person. She always have to be around someone. She always have to, you know, be that way. Um Priya don't really like being by herself. Nihilist the type of person, give me my cell phone, give me my room, I'm good. Yeah, Priya has to be up under someone all the time, constantly. Well, so a lot of times we don't have time for that. And sometimes daddy need breaks too. That's true. As but, parents we do need but, breaks. You know, in that situation, I'm always there for her. Every morning I'm talking to her, you know, asking her about her day. Oh, and Priya calls me constantly. But that's I mean, good. You guys have she, a relationship. Yeah, she calls me constantly. Don't you feel comfortable having that relationship with Priya? That in case Absolutely. anything happened to her, she feel comfortable coming to you and say, Daddy, this is what's going on in my life. Absolutely. As she get older, you have two other kids. They come to you Priya's and talk to you. the one that's going to take care of me when I get older. The other kids see, are going to be somewhere else. See, you recognize that already. That's why I invest my time with Priya. So, see, isn't this something? You recognize the child that's going to take care of you when you get old. Yes. Because you have two other older kids, and they, you know, you did the same thing with them that you did with that you're doing now with Priya and Nala. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel that as a dad, although you are busy, you and your wife are busy, you still find time to spend with your kids, pay attention to their needs, and you're constantly doing something. You're taking vacation. How hard is that? I mean, you know. I mean, you know, to different people, it's, I don't know. Different parents. I mean, you know, different parents, different strokes, different things. You know, but me, it's just part of life. So, I mean... It's just like you get up in the morning and brush your teeth. To me, it's the same thing as me trying to spend time with my kids, try to educate them, try to grow, and try to spend quality time. So um, you said educating your kids. So this is going to be funny. So (laughs) So, um, you spending your time. um, So Parenting is education. Do you work from home? I mean, lately, the last few weeks, I work from home, but now I have to go back to school to the okay. building because of the, um, the COVID thing breakout. So, I mean, there were times where I was working at home, but a lot of times I'm not at home. Okay, so let's talk about you do coaching and all that. Um, let's talk about the children that you do work with. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that young people nowadays are difficult to communicate with as a teacher? I mean, are you able to, like, talk to a student and find out if they are being um, bullied, peer pressure, um, are they dealing with anything at home? Are you and, able to? Well, I mean, just me being working in a high school, you know, working in high school, my certification, I'm CI. So CI is cognitive impairment. Okay. Um, just seeing that it's a constant bullied situation every day. The kids, they tease, 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 mess with kids every day it's just like it's a culture you know if you're not able to defend yourself then you'll get picked on more mm-hmm. until it's the time where somebody just explode and fight so yeah so if you think about what happened at that other school that can happen any day here because it's like a culture and there's clicks so you get in your click someone who you don't like they tease and mess with you tease and mess with you every day every moment you know, in the hallways, you know, in the classrooms, unless you have a strong teacher like myself, 
who cuts it off. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you how do you cut that off um, before it gets started in your classroom? Uh, usually, it's always nonstop. Somebody says something, but you got to think. My kids are a little slower than other people; they're cognitive impaired. Okay. So, um, what I usually do is I I call their name out and just let them know, like stop or. I would threaten them with some extra work. Oh. <laughs> or, you know, because my whole thing is most of them don't want to be in the classroom. So, you know, that's a threat that I'm not going to give them. Like, well, I don't want to be here anyway. Well, leave. No, 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 no. no. You're going to stay here. Why? Because you know why? Because you want to leave. And it's not going to happen. So you might as well sit down, change your ways, and work on this until I can get a chance to talk to you. And, you know, that's a good way. I just remember asking your kids dumb about bullying and they said that mom and dad would let um would go up there and beat the person up so what are we teaching our kids as parent the correct way to handle a bullying situation well you know something that i used to do and something i still do with um nyla and prayers we role play we okay. sit there we role play different scenarios about what someone would do what someone would, um what would happen i mean because like in my situation where the kids you know being minority and, you know, yes. being out here in the suburbs, you see a lot of different things, you know, that's going on. So we have to role play that. I mean, one of the biggest things that that um, Priya, I mean, it wasn't Priya, it was Nyla that talked to me was about was a Black Lives Matter. Yes. It was a Black Lives Matter thing here in elementary school. You know, little kids said, you know, Nyla was like, Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. All lives matter. Okay, it's nothing wrong with all lives matter, but you know, they ain't killing y'all. And, you know, so their perspective of Black Lives Matter and what's going on is was intriguing to me. Okay. You know, so we had to explain more and see what, you know, talk about more, you know, communicate more with our children about what Black Lives Matter is and how other people feel because they need to understand the other dynamic of what's going on because they don't because they only see our side just like they only see their side so you know that was, so you were able to explain that to Nala yes. and she was able to understand yes that's good and that's good parenting because we deal with a lot of different things out here even parents deal with bullying in corporate America I mean, come on. Bullying oh. start from what? From you as Hold little on. all the Hold way on. My up. My boss can't see this. Yes, she probably can. Uh, okay, I don't want to say yeah. that. <laughs> but no, I mean, I'm serious. Um, we deal with bullying from we were young all the way up. It doesn't stop when you become 18. Bully doesn't just cut off and say, oh, and now you're an adult. We deal There's with it in corporate America. Management bullying. Management. Yeah. We deal with it in the church, in the schools, in the, Pastor. you know, everything, everyday life, you deal with it. You know, like you talked about cliques. People have oh. different cliques. You got to do certain things to get in there. Clicks and, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, your daughter is like, <laughs> well, I am so sorry. That one. But yeah, you deal with different things and stuff. So, I mean, it's like an everyday thing. And so, I mean, as a parent, what is it that you would want to say to other parents? How they can, I mean, I don't want you to save them. But what are some advice you can give to parents about their family, you know, dealing with young kids like well, 8, 11? I mean, because it didn't just start. You didn't just start dealing with your kids when they were 8 and 11. You had them from they were baby, and you kind of you mold them into what they are, the basketball player, the volleyball player. So what is some advice that you can give to our I mean, the only, only thing I can basically say is, uh, you know, spend time with them. Um 
one thing you have to do is like um, some parents I see will. Well, anyway, that's something totally different. But um, you know, just spend time with them, um, have a healthy relationship. But the relationship has to be, hey, I'm your parent, yes, <laughs> but I'm also this. Sometimes you got a different relationship. I'm your friend, all this other kind of stuff. Or you too tough, no. and you know. So there have to be a happy medium, but there have to be a happy medium with each child because each child have a different personality. Yes, I agree. so basically, what I'm saying is, you have to know your child to be able to be able to come to them. Like for example, it's like sometimes with Priya, I have to watch my tone. Even though I'm really nice, but to her, she's taking this, Daddy's being mean to me. No, yeah. I'm not being mean to you. I'm just talking. No, why are you yelling? No, I'm not yelling. I'm just talking to you. And then it just goes off everywhere. Yes. You know, and then like with Nyla, you know, I just have to say, hey, Nyla, I need to talk to you for a minute. But we need to talk. And then she's thinking about, okay, let me get myself together, you know. And then we're good. Yeah. Priya, it's not going to happen. You know, I have to wait to a certain day or whatever. So each kid is different. So you have to... So my um, my advice is be like, hey, know your child before you communicate with them. You know, know how you can be able to approach them. It depends on what you want. Some people old school. I don't care. This is who I am. They need to know who I am, yeah. and they better just take it the way it and is, that and that's the way work, how it is. Right? That, you know. I don't think that process work anymore. You know, you still got kids. those old kind of people in it. You I know, mean, it kind of do work. With, you know, because that's how they're used to. Yeah. You got to think people are a product of their environment. You know, if that's what they know, this is what they know. They don't know anything different. But to be honest, I mean, as a parent, I mean, I only have one child. Mm -hmm. But I try to be different from how my parents brought me up. Because my parents were tough, but, and I believe my parents were tough and they sheltered me. So I try not to shelter my child and I try not to be as tough. But... Like you said, you don't let them get away. You gotta, you gotta draw the line somewhere. Oh, yeah. You gotta be the parent. You cannot be the friend and the parent at the same time. So you gotta do that role play. One minute you could be, the, you could be the friend too. Like, like your daughter said, they enjoy playing basketball with you. So on the court, you're having fun with them. That is like just being a friend with them. You playing but basketball, still them. but you're still a parent and a teacher. That's right. But you're enjoying yourself with them. So you know, yeah. and that's connecting with your kids. But I mean, you and I both have kids that's grown, and you we you did the same process with them. You did the same coaching process. But it was different mentor. with them. Totally, totally different because Because basically, they're two different what? No, no. Generations? No, it's not two different generations. I have them every other weekend. So it's a whole different thing when you have them every day and understand. So it's a whole different type of thing. Yes. Really? Yes. But every, I think you were the no, same dad. I mean, I was the same dad, but it was it's kind of different being when you have them every other weekend and you only have them basically for 48 hours, you know, within a time frame compared to having them every day when you can see who they are, understand who their friends are, know who their teachers in school is. That's true. And different types of things like that. So you know your child a little bit more. So now it's almost like, okay, now you it's almost like you taking a lot of, I don't know, I mean, pressured time, you know, trying to be with them. So basically you're doing activities and everything else. But looking back, you did a good job with those two. Although uh, you I only, didn't do a good job. I'm sorry. I did an awesome, awesome job. Awesome job. I'm sorry. Awesome. Let's use okay. the correct word. But yeah, you awesome. did an awesome job yeah, with awesome, those two, awesome. although you only had them every other weekend yes so that means you're gonna do an extremely awesome job with these two young ladies because you have them on a daily base correct 
I, yeah, I try. <laughs> but we're going to tilly over because I think you got some stuff you want to say. About what? I don't know. Um, tell me about your emotional feelings right now. <laughs> oh, my emotional feelings is great. No, I mean, really, it's, it's kind of eye-opening to know. But, you know, it's good that they have some outlet to talk to. Um, I guess a lot of times they probably see me because most of the time I'm raging around the house because of they just nasty. You know, I mean, I come in the house, they just eat food and just leave it right there on the floor and everything. So, yeah, they probably don't want to talk because I'm already, they see the madness of me because they just leave stuff in the dishes and they take food in their room. They throw trash all over everywhere and I see this and I'm getting, so, yeah, they see mad daddy because they ain't taking care of their business. You know, just like, I mean, just the other day, you know, I made sweet potato pies, you know, something they like. They take the crust of it and next, you know, the crust is all on the floor, all on the counter, sweet potato all over there. They have, you know. Peanut butter jelly sandwich. They got peanut butter and jelly still on the counter and everything. So guess what? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, they see Rage Daddy. You oh. know, at that time frame. But you know what? It's every day. But but their bathroom is nasty. But Mr. Bell. Yes. Do you and your wife take time out to tell the girls every day about cleaning and keeping yeah. their Dude, environment let me oh, clean? You want to hear something? This is what I did, right? You want to hear something? Yes, sir. Okay. My little daughter, Nyla, the little sweet little thing that's always want to tell on people and tell the truth, right? She's just nasty. I mean, she just has so much food. She just take food and just throw it on the floor, throw it behind her bed and everything. I mean, it's just piles and piles and piles of stuff that was there. So what I did was I went and bought some ants, some live ants, right? And I put it on her. <laughs> So this is parenting 101? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. And Because I, I kept telling her, I said, you're going to have bugs in your room. You're going to have bugs in your room. Stop doing this. This is nasty. You're going to have bugs in your room. I mean, the ants was dead. They, was, they, they came dead. But anyway, so I kind of put the little bugs on her. I was like, Donna, look. There's bugs in your room. So did that solve the problem of now? Tempor temporarily. Temporarily. Now I'm going to have to give some water bugs. So, wouldn't it be better, just, just to, as a parent, wouldn't it be better to use another technique of them cleaning the room? I mean, you know what? It's like this. I mean, you the try to was funny. You know, yeah, I mean, but you know what? It's like, what do you do? You, you The whole thing is that I'm a type of person, I don't want to beat my kids, okay? No, I don't think I don't, no, 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 is. No, no, some people, we, I mean, think, oh, 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 that should be something you need to talk about. Did you get spanked when you were younger? Yes, but it didn't. Okay, harm how did you? Me. How did you? How did you come out? I came out great. Okay, but let me. Did you spank Michael when you were? Did you spank? I him was a lot? just about to tell you that scenario. So I used to spank Michael until Michael was twelve. So one day I spanked Michael. I was out of breath. I was like breathing all <laughs> he heavy. laughing at you. I was like. So later that afternoon, Michael came to me and said, "Mom." You know, you know, I was just fake crying because you were spanking me. You looked like you were about to pass out because you were. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, so this is not really working. This child is fake crying. He said he enjoyed the spanking. He accept the spanking because it's shorter because he cries, pretend like he's crying for a little bit. Then he gone and do yeah. punishment is more of a thing that I had to use a Michael. Mm -hmm. So after that episode that he told me that I was just... At a certain age. I was like, okay, I'm not spanking my child no more. This is what we're going to do. We're going to punish him. So I oh, take definitely. away all his gidget that he loved. And how long did that last? You know what? It, he adapted to that as well. He adapted to that because <laughs> it's so funny when you take away stuff from kids and you think that they're going to be really learning from it. They become more creative. Yeah. 
Exactly. And Michael became more creative. He find other things to do mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was like, okay. But as they get older, they learn though, because now mm-hmm. Michael is a dad, and I'm sure he understand what was going on now because now he has two beautiful daughters and he has to do the same yeah. thing with yeah. so. you know, my whole my whole thing is this like I said each child is different right so but my whole thing is this if as a parent and call call it wrong even though inside a job you have a healthy fear of your boss you yes. know so you have a healthy fear you don't cheer like <gasps> but you have a healthy fear of what can do if you don't do what you're supposed to do. You know? So it's the same thing with a parent. I just feel like this. You know, you have to have a health. They have to have a healthy fear of me okay. for me to do the same thing in my classroom. In the classroom, there I have real no power in my classroom. If a kid really want to know, I don't. Yes. Except kick them out, which they want to do anyway. So what I have to do is I have to have a healthy fear of them. Have a healthy fear of me, um, so that they can get things done, or I can have an organized classroom. Mm-hmm. And see, that also comes with respect. Yes. You know, so if your child respects you and you have a healthy fear and y'all have a good relationship, just like in the classroom, same thing, then I can get things done and then we'll have things done. I mean, so I even played the guilt trip. <laughs> At home? Oh, yeah, I played the guilt trip, anything, you know, try to get her, you know, to clean, keep that room clean or whatever, you know. Um, Threaten to put the doors off. Which I did. <laughs> you took the door off? Darn right, I did. Oh, you know, wow. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, you got... And how did that work? I mean, oh, did See, it Nyla the is the type of person, is a person who's rebellious. Okay. You know, she's just one of those type of persons who's rebellious. So, no matter what you do, so you have to, it's almost like a trick that you have to do for her. You know, like, so what I started doing was, when she do a little bit, just... Oh, that's so good. You're doing a great job. And I realized that works best with Nyla. Oh, my God. Look at you. Take a picture of it and just say how I encourage you, how much you like what she's doing and everything. And she's like, oh, you like it? And then she gets things done and everything. So, you know, trying to go that negative way with Nyla, it's not going to happen. Like sometimes Supriya, I would just say, oh, I'm so disappointed. I can't believe. Then she's like, and that's Tepardy. And she turns around. And it's, it's a whole different thing because she hates that you're disappointed with her. Nyla don't care. Okay. You know, so you like I said, you have different people. You have yeah, different th- ways that you, you have to do. You got two kids, two different personalities. You know, just like the other time, like I'm, I'm fussing about the lights being left on. They go to school. They leave every single light on in the house. Okay. So I come home. You know, one day it was um, I was working at home and I just went upstairs and Nyla turned the lights off. She had turned them all off and everything. And I just told her how proud I was and... You know, how, you know, she's growing up to be such a, you know, wonderful girl. And thank you very much for doing it. And I keep, keep turning them off. So that's now beautiful. That one. You found, you found <laughs> a way to reach Nyla. Yeah. So that's really beautiful. And you keep doing that because that's how she sounds like she operates that that's way. That's how she responds. She'll get things done if you just give her recognition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and different, like you say, different child or different ways yeah. i mean you just have to learn as and i'm sure who does the harder discipline you or shanice you oh, probably Sh- shanice rages every day she's she's the more the she's a harder parent she fusses every she's on she's still looking fusses <laughs> every day every day 24 7 except when she's sleeping she's fussing i don't believe that uh, <laughs> She's probably saying, I don't know what she's saying. All right, but yeah, that's this is okay. True. You'll find out later when you get home <laughs> or later. She's fussing all the time. That's something that she does. So, 
buy everything. But, well, you know, hey, but you know what? I mean, I guess it works because they respond better to the way she fuss. Because, hey, if something comes up, they go to her, you know? Well, regardless so, of the... Oh, she, she said something. Regardless of the situation, <laughs> you guys are, I, I'm, I'm speaking from what I know of both of you guys, and you guys are both great parents. There's, every parent has a learning situation with each child, and every day is a learning day with your child. I mean, I think my son is 29, and I'm still learning. It's just always a learning situation. Even as we are old, if our parents are still alive, they're learning about us because we do something different. A child never do the same thing over and over again. So, you know, every day is just a different day. And so I think that you guys are doing an excellent job as Thank a parent. You. I'm so proud that your kids really came out and was on the podcast show today because they are expressing themselves. And it's not to make mommy and daddy look bad. Is to tell the world that you guys have some little nits and don't. Think she there's made no me look perfect at all. No perfect parent, but they're saying that you can always grow, and they are growing. So as they get older, you're growing and learning more about them. So I think you guys do an excellent job as a Thank mom you. and dad. Great family, and I'm not just saying that because I know you guys. You guys are a great family, and you are an excellent dad. You raised two older one and now you have the challenge of raising these two beautiful young ladies. Uh, distress, so, distress, you know. distress. Do you have any last minute things that you want to share? Oh, no, I, I know you're a poet. I mean, it's been a long time since we do those. I know. I would love to have, I didn't bring anything. Oh, so maybe, well, you know okay. what? Maybe next time. Yeah, next can, time or maybe we can, um, can pick up a way that we can add it on or something. Look up. Thanks again, Devlin, for joining us on the Come Up Top of Your Game. And remember, this is open to all parents that would like to share their story on being a parent. You're welcome to join us on the Come Up Top of Your Game. You can reach us at topofyourgame06 at gmail.com. Or you can visit us on the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm. And you can go to the come up top of your game and send us a message. We are so excited to do this episode on Children Speak Out and Parent Listen. And we hope you are excited with us as well and here to join us. So this is the end. And I am going to leave you with some music from Yancey, Remember Me. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks. Oh, 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 oh,